0: One. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Uh, this is Cover for the Guys. I'm your host, Marquise. Got a special guest here with us today. And how's it going?
1: What's popping?
0: What's popping, my guy? I'm
1: excited. Free agency has been crazy. <sighs> yeah, it yeah. definitely has.
0: We uh we took a little break. We're still gonna be on a little break. We just had to do this episode with all the free, crazy free agency signings that we've had going on. As you can see, Terrence isn't here with us. He had his third child about a week ago. So he actually welcomed a little girl. So, you know, his family is a family of five now. I'm happy for him. He'll uh, be back soon when we come back all together in a couple, I say probably like a month or two after the draft. So we'll see then, but we'll let him enjoy his family time and stuff. Ant's been holding it down with the fly route, and I've just been in school, took a little trip to Atlanta. Hot Atlanta it was nice a lot of walking got my calves and legs hurting because walked everywhere because we we're just downtown so starting off with the first quarter segment, we had a big news in Tampa Brady returns and pretty much ultimately says fuck them kids like this retirement this isn't for me What's you think Ant?
1: Man I think everybody says that but you know what was probably a little bit more likely he got home and really just started messing up his home life routine, and Giselle got annoyed with this man. <laughs> like, he he don't know how things are supposed to be moving all the time because he's always busy. He out here messing things up. She got it all, like, she is probably at this point got it all running like a well-oiled machine. And she's like, all right, bro, go take your ass back. I ain't mean it no more. And he's like, really? You sure? And she's like, yes, go. It's fine.
0: Yeah, that... he never
1: wanted to retire. He said he was retiring for his family. And I think, like, she was like, "Nah, nah, it's all right, bro. You, you good. Go, go back. Go back.
0: Yeah. I met, I met dudes in the army, bro. If it's time to go home, them boys will stay at work. Like they're like, nah, nah, we're going we got to go home. So yeah, maybe home life is just rolling without them. And then you just like, all right, I need something to do. We had a uh, Carson Witts. He gets shipped off back to the NFC East, but with the Washington, you know, the new name commanders. So how do you like that move for the commanders?
1: Uh, Well, first, they should have just at the football team because, like, Commanders is actually worse than the football team, but like, it's an upgrade over what they had last year. With Heineke? Yes. Heineke ain't bad. They also still have Heineke there, and, like, they never wanted Heineke to be the starter. It was supposed to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. That didn't work out. Carson Wentz rejuvenated his career last year with the Colts. He played actually very well if we just think about it all in all through and through he had a much better season than his previous like what one season maybe two
0: he was mvp conversations early on like for a little bit
1: he should have never been there but that's neither here nor there they give up two third round picks for that right like that that's not bad that's not bad to upgrade your qb position what i think is significantly um i'm not sure how it will end up working out in the long term for the commanders, but I feel like you had to make an upgrade. This is not a bad choice to make. Now, granted, that later on they found out that you know Matt Ryan went for one third, they might be a little salty because they swung too fast. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: You like did bring that, that up too, swinging yeah. too
1: fast. Yeah, like they they might be a little bit salty because they swung too fast in free agency on um, grabbing Carson Wentz. For more capital than someone like Matt Ryan went for, yeah, that's that, we, that, we I, also see Baker Mayfield's available now too. I don't know how you feel about Baker v. Wentz, but like these are all things where the they got to consider now.
0: yeah,
1: and they Ooh. and they
0: went too early. They pulled their they pulled their they pulled their card super early and didn't let the dominoes fall like you said earlier off air when we were talking about it. So, like you said, the Colts finally landed a quarterback with Matt Ryan. I do think that's an upgrade. Ant brought it up uh, before we talked about it how he's consistently put up high numbers in passing yards. He has the most passing yards from what was the time
1: period, Ant? I think it's 2010 to now.
0: Yeah. So you are going to get someone that can handle the ball. He'd probably give you less turnovers than Wentz. And and he's going to have a run game in Atlanta. I don't care. Nobody says for like early on he had a run game, but the last I said two years he ain't have a run game.
1: He's going to do all the things that Carson Wentz couldn't, right? He's not going to, if he turns the ball over, he's not going to turn the ball over in like key situations or in the stupidest imaginable way possible, right? (laughs) Which are the two, which were two issues for Carson Wentz this season. Like like he's not going to do those two things. And he's also not going to check out of a bunch of run plays because he wants to be the guy that makes it happen.
0: Yeah, I think right. He's,
1: he's going to rely on that run game and he's going to love that. Now, his, his biggest issue will be the coats are really devoid of wide receiver weapons at the moment.
0: Fair right. Hard.
1: But like that is not saying all that much considering what he had to work with last year.
0: Yeah, he's going to have Michael Pittman. I think Michael Pittman's a stud. But other than that, I mean, he dealt with that for a while. They didn't even use Kyle Pitts until like week fucking four, it felt like. Yeah. Uh so we'll have to see what happens there. I got a big question. Are the cowboys doomed? I personally believe the cowboys are not doomed, but they're not getting the Super Bowl. I don't think they're gonna what, get a what, Super what Bowl.
1: What makes you feel doomed? What what's doom and gloom about the Cowboys? Uh
0: I don't think they're doomed, but I'm I'm just wondering if you think they're doomed. Uh I would say they're they kind of screwed themselves a little bit. How? Uh you didn't bring back Randy Gregory, you instead brought back Demarcus Lawrence. You let Amari go and you just gave Michael Gallup all the money coming off of an injury. And I okay. and you bet you huh? and you're betting on CD uh, C. Lamb being the number one receiver. I, I don't I, think I, that's a, a solid bet.
1: Here's what I'll say. The so you think they gave Michael Gallup a bunch of money, you are wrong. Oh,
0: break because, it down.
1: Cuz Michael Gallup's deal is 5 years long under 60 million. million he is not making top wide receiver money. He's not even making mid-tier wide receiver money. Because like, mid-tier wide receiver money is going near $20, 000, $20 million a year now, right? Yeah, yeah. He is on five years, $57 million. It's a huge number, right? But that's because it's a very long contract that they knew they could get him to take. In the, in it the it grand scheme
0: of the thing, it's it works out for them. But I'm saying, what if he doesn't produce? Like contract-wise, it's not going to hurt you. But since you let Amari go, he doesn't produce. How does that work? If he doesn't produce and you have to let him go, only
1: like $20, $23 million of this contract is actually guaranteed. So they can actually get off of him for like one year of like mid to high level wide receiver money. Like what's what's his name? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, it's not, it's not,
0: it's not detrimental to them. I just think it's detrimental because they let Amari go. Weapon-wise, they I had to kept- let Amari go. Oh, so, yeah. Because they had they- to for the cap. But I'm saying, weapon-wise, I, that's where I'm saying I have the problem with it. Cat-wise, I get you. But as a weapon thing, all you have is uh, aging Zeke, who they probably want to get rid of, but they can't. Yeah,
1: that's They have
0: C.D. Lamb, and then they have Michael Gallo coming back off the injury, and Dalton Swords. Dalton Swartz did good last year. He, he boomed for them. Look, I actually
1: think... C D and Michael Gallup will be strong as a duo. Like yeah. you got to think about it, they are each going to get significantly more opportunity than they got before. Yeah, and while Amari Cooper is ridiculously talented and an amazing route runner, he also like just disappears frequently.
0: He and I think they couldn't afford
1: that. At, they couldn't afford that at the money they were paying him. I don't think they. I just don't think it's doom or gloom. What this means is. What it always means when you pay your quarterback like $45, $50 million, right? He is going to have to carry the load and elevate the talent around him. It's an inevitable issue in which when you dump that style of money into the quarterback.
0: And they're, they, and they, for the, I just think on the offensive side, they're not doomed, but they're near the, like, if there was doom and gloom, like doom and succeed meter, they're probably like in the middle and teetering going to doom. But the way they don't go to doom for me is there's still defensive signs that they can make that are still out there. There's yeah, ways. I don't
1: think they got better.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they didn't that's help true. themselves get better, but if they don't add to the defense, it, whatever, you know, is left in free agency right now, or, like, if they do a big draft, then it's going to go doom for me because, okay, you didn't add pieces on offense, but can you salvage together those pieces that you lost in Randy Gregory, who affects the passing game and the run game, and You got Demarcus Lawrence, who who he doesn't get to the the passer as much as he does good in the run, which is fine because you do need a run stuff. So you got him there. But now can you add pieces since Gregory's gone to help that defense? Because if you can add a say you get Bobby Wagner somehow, you pull Bobby Wagner, you could put Mike on the line then, like you did last year, full time, and be like, Hey, you're going here. But they're moving uh Kenu Kenu Reed or Kenu Neal, I think the safety. That was yeah. a linebacker. They're moving them yeah. back to safety. Back to safety. Yeah. So I'm either you're putting Micah back in middle or you got plans for getting a linebacker. You know what I mean? So you can keep Micah on the line because I think Micah on the line is great. But the problem is you can't have him on the line if you don't have a linebacker behind him. No, you're not right. I just think like they did not
1: get much better, but they did get they didn't get terribly worse. I also think they signed James Washington like from the Steelers. I think he's a nice player, man. Though the Steelers have there is something. The Steelers are just really good at drafting wideout talent. I just they can't explain. Them
0: too, and they get them to produce for them, too. That's yeah, the thing. Like, they're just
1: really good at drafting wideout talent. And now James Washington, who I think has been more than a solid player his time in the league. But, like, he's been like a three, right, on these teams, not really getting that much of run. Is now with a significantly better quarterback than end of end of life Ben Roethlisberger,
0: and they got him They got them on a one year deal. They re signed VanderVest for a team deal for one year. They did get Dante Fowler, which isn't bad. That and might
1: be the linebacker that
0: you're thinking of to allow um, to Micah to play off the edge. But Dante Fowler really plays off the edge. Like, remember, he was an edger. They just put it – they switched him to linebacker. So, how do you really work if you put him at – you know what I mean? Just some some things can be answered. If they can answer him on the defensive side, maybe, you know, I I don't think Dak's bad at all. But if Dak can play how the money they paid him in that aspect and play better, then you do have something there. I just think weapon-wise, it hurts them. And they didn't get – they didn't go exceptionally better. Like, they're teetering on the middle, like we said. But if the defensive side doesn't improve, they're going to me. They're if your gas tank is at half, you're going to a quarter to doom. So okay,
1: you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I definitely think this is not a team that largely improved.
0: No, yeah. So we got that. Moving on to the halftime segment. Who is the biggest free agency signing for you? Define biggest. Uh, biggest impact.
1: Biggest impact. Okay. Yeah. So if we talk about biggest impact free agency signing. For me, I think
0: man. Who you got? You sound like you don't want to say it, but you know I it. I don't you got? I
1: don't, but like I think it might be Allen Robinson for the
0: Rams. I don't not agree with that because
1: they lost
0: they lost they, Robert.
1: They lost Robert Woods. Even though he's coming, he could be coming back, but they shipped him off for a pick instead of begging on his rehab, right? And Odell Beckham don't. is. Also, Hurt needs to come back, right, again, again, right, and they don't even have him under contract, but they do have Cooper Cup,
0: And they got Tyler Higby.
1: They got Tyler Higby, but what I'm saying, like, receiver-wise, they added Allen Robinson on a three-year deal, a three-year deal that is actually kind of cheap. Like, we were talking about that money. Like, he's getting paid, like, about $22 million a year, right? That's that mid-level money for, like, well, mid-high-end wide receiver, right?
0: Yeah, 3-year deal, 46.5 million, 30 yeah. 30 mil guaranteed. Yeah, he got the he got the guarantee that he wanted. He, it wasn't
1: as expensive as I thought it would be, and I think when it comes to the free agency market, he is he was maybe two or three as in top wide receivers on the market this season in free agency. I would say it was Devontae Adams, right? Him or chris godwin depending on the way you want to move them and chris godwin's coming off an injury but i think that is definitively the top three wide receivers that were in free agency
0: this year i think that's a good one i think he will have a big impact because people forget Allen robinson because people like you know obviously it looked like he dogged the year because everything going on with the bears i'm not gonna lie i feel like he probably did but i'm not gonna act like i don't know who Allen robinson is when he is engaged so pairing that with cooper cup they're poss- possibly going to snag Odell back too because they just shipped off Robert Woods. That's I think that's a recipe match made made in heaven. And you got him for three years. It's not no one year deal where we're like, oh, okay, what do we do next? You got him locked in for three years. It's I think three was, years is
1: good money for the team.
0: Yeah, because in all reality, he like teams that need a receiver, like whether it's the Patriots, whether it's the Ravens, they could have put more to get him and been like, hey, like, can you come here? Because those are teams that needed a receiver. If you think about it, I mean, the Rams probably did need a receiver. But they didn't need that type of receiver. Like, they didn't need a star-studded receiver in Allen Robinson, who, like, is a star. He's probably not in your elite echelon of receivers, but he's a star receiver. They could have got away with getting, like, a, a step lower type of receiver. You know what I mean? So we had and that. You got to
1: ask yourself, is Allen Robinson not a star receiver because he's never had a star quarterback? Yeah, I think Allen Robinson has been putting up these thousand-yard seasons with, like, uh, who
0: – he was, you can't even name all the of them. Jaguars. He yeah, the Jaguars. not even name so, all of them. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: trying to say? It's like whoever the Jaguars quarterback was before Trevor Lawrence at that time. So it was probably like a mix of like Minshew, Foles, and uh Blake Bortles.
0: <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think. I think. Then crazy.
1: and Tr- Mitch Trubisky, like two years of straight money in Chicago, with uh, uh between like Foles and Mitch and Chase Daniels. Like I, I'm like. This is going to be the best quarterback he has ever played with in his career.
0: Easy. And I think he's a star, but I think it's like they didn't need to have that receiver to be, still be successful. But now they got that receiver. Sean McVay, you know, he's a guru. He's about to work it to his full advantage. Mm. You already know Odell when he's uh, not injured, they'll throw the Cleveland through trick plays. And then with him throwing the ball, the giants did. so just imagine you're gonna throw a trick play where there's gonna be two options. Three. If you count Higby, that he could throw to. And it's like, oh, well, we know you can kind of actually throw the ball. So I I like it. That's
1: why I think it's like
0: it is underrated. Value I,
1: for what he what they should get out of this world for me.
0: Definitely. For me, the biggest free agency signing, I'm gonna give it to the Bucks. They it's not a signing, it's just someone unretiring. And him, Tom Brady, the go unretiring created a domino effect for everything Tampa was able to do. Because in all reality, Tampa, I wholeheartedly think, if he stayed retired, was losing every one of these players almost. They were able to keep uh, Godwin. They uh, they tagged him, then got a deal done. They I got, think that
1: deal might happen no matter what because of the injury.
0: Yeah, so they were able to get that. They got Carlton Davis done they were able to get uh, Jensen done and they got Jensen done because Brady came back because Jensen was Lenny just came back too. Lenny just came back. Jensen. I was willing to bet was either, it was either 50, 50 between us and Cincy. He's either going to come back home to Baltimore. He was going to go to Cincy to play with Joe Burrow. So you got that. They ended up trading for sack Mason from the Patriots. So they lost two guards, Alex Kappa. And then I forget the other guard. He retired and he said, he's not coming back. He's in school. So you lost him. They lost OJ. They lost OJ Howard. But in all reality, they were probably going to move off OJ Howard. They just hadn't did it yet. But I still think Gronk the big, will come back. Yeah, more than likely, Tom's going to talk Gronk into coming back. So all these dominoes fell their way, and not, and then they also got the big what if if they can go get Tyrone Matthew. I don't know if they will, like if they could sign Honey Badger because they do need a safety. The the issues they that they still have for the Bucks team secondary. is their secondary. And then I don't think their offensive line got much better with just replacing one guard when you lost two. And then I other the other thing is I would, for me, when uh, Lyle Collins became available, if I was the the Bucks, I would have traded for Lyle Collins, moved uh, Tristan Worst to left tackle, put Lyle on the right side or vice versa, whichever one was comfortable going to the left, and moved Donovan Smith to the bench or put him at guard because I don't think Donovan Smith is great. I think he's okay plug and player, but I feel like between having Tom Brady back there, I would rather have someone that could protect him a little bit better and not get a holding call every two seconds. So that, that was my big free agent signing. So shout out to the bucks for actually doing that. I gave him kudos and I never do (laughs) the worst free agent signing signing for me was Christian Kirk. This deal. I don't know. I bro Uh... player wise, it looks great. Every player that saw Christian Kirk get paid is like, yep, I'm jo- I'm getting the bank thrown at me. Cause I've never seen maybe I have, I just can't remember. Receiver three get this much money from a team. And it's, it's the
1: if you have to overpay.
0: Yeah. And it's he's the essentially overpay. he's gonna be receiver, I think two or three, because they got Sonol, Marvin Jones is receiver one. Junior, the older, the older guy, older cats, he's receiver one. Two, they said Schultz available. So maybe he slides over to two and not three. I just, I don't know. That wasn't the best signing to me. What about you, Ann?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's hard to argue that
0: one, right? Because it's like,
1: <laughs> it's pretty huge. Uh, I will say I did not like the Kirk Cousins extension for another 35 fully. Okay, I, I, know, no I, trade I know I've No trade. I, I know I've done this a lot, right? But, like, Kirk Cousins' agent has to be the best agent in the NFL. Like, they signed him to another fully guaranteed $35 million to extend a year. And it's just like, I think this Vikings team, as currently constructed, has already peaked.
0: I think for them, that if I do, like you said, they peaked. I think paying Kurt is the, was the wrong idea. I mean, I don't know if you could have traded him anywhere in all reality, but I don't think I would have – it's a one-year deal, so granted, he'll be gone, but it's, his money is guaranteed. That's the other thing. It's a
1: one-year extension on top of his year. I think he had a year or two already on his deal.
0: Exactly. So, like, they,
1: they, they did it to – they extended him to rework his cap number, right? So, like, it makes sense because they're just trying to field a better team this year – First year, new head coach. They got the OC from the uh, Rams, Kevin O'Connell, right?
0: They're still hurting in the same factors they were. The, the secondary is hurting. Like you got Harrison Smith, but all you have is Harrison Smith. Uh, You did get Cedarius Smith coming off the back injury. You don't know if that's going to pan out. Maybe it will with Daniil Hunter. I think it's, that's a good pairing to have, but hopefully that pans. You got uh Kendricks at linebacker, which is, I think he's an exceptional linebacker, but in all reality, I don't, for I'm not paying Kirk Cousins no more to keep robbing me essentially because he's he's above average, but not by much. Like he is like average above average, he teeters on that line. And the offensive weapons he has, I feel like if you would have put any of these top 10 quarterbacks we talk about in his situation with those weapons, they're he's getting farther than them. Like they're getting farther than him. There's no like the defense can be bad, the line can be spotty. But if you're going to tell someone, Hey, you're going to get two receivers. And you're gonna have Dalvin Cook full time when he's healthy. Like, there's no, like, it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against that. I also just feel like they are kind of putting off the inevitable.
0: Yeah, like, hey, we're gonna have to go quarterback searching. And the, to they me, did, I don't,
1: they got one in the second round last year. They, they got Kellen Mond, and they don't yeah, play him.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he's like he's not developing, but at this point, like, I'd be willing to try it to know, like, okay, next year I definitely need to go get a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be willing to play Russian roulette with Kellen Mon for a couple games to see, like, okay, like, you're showing or, like, and we can go with you? Or, okay, we know we can't go with you at all. And maybe that's why they extended Kurt on the, the extension. Like, hey, we can't go with Mon. We need Kurt to be here. Because at some point, they're going to hit the thing of, the, uh, you're going to have to pay uh, Jay Jettis, You're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson. Not yet, but is gonna get to that point and he's the way he's playing, he's gonna command a good deal, easily good deal. So you got that that happened. Saints bring back Jameis two-year deal, 25 million. I've been seeing 15.2 and tw- or 21 guaranteed, somewhere between there. I think this is a big deal for the Saints because he was five and two before he got injured. We already know the defense is loaded. They brought in Marcus May from the Jets after losing uh the safety to us marcus williams and free agency i want to say it's marcus williams i always say this man get the names confused yeah. da, 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 da. huh i said yeah yeah so they signed him and they brought over old boy from the jets we snagged him make sure i get the credit right so i say buddy's name right instead of botching people's name like i always do marcus
1: may uh and I, you're talking about Contavia street
0: No, we got Marcus Williams. They got Marcus May. So I just want to say I'm saying Marcus's name, right? So, yeah, they were able to plug and play that hole. And then it's just – I think the Saints are still going to be a good team. uh, Mike uh, Mike Thomas is going to be back this year. Alvin Kamara, we don't know whatever happened legally with him and punching Buddy in the face, but I haven't heard anything about it. So – out of sight, out of mind type of thing, I guess is going on there. But Buddy did get dog blocked by Alvin Kamara and this couple of oh, no, buddies. About that, exactly, man. and you ain't heard nothing. So I'm guessing it's hey. no harm, no foul type thing going on there. Because he just,
1: or he just paid the bread and kept him, and got it, and kept him moving.
0: Exactly. So you have that going on. I don't but believe
1: like, in the Saints, man. The Saints aren't going to be good. Like, I think like, they.
0: I don't think they're gonna be great, but I think they're gonna be a challenge for the Bucs like regardless. I think no, they're gonna they're gonna play their best game, their best games against the Bucs.
1: You gotta think about this, right? They just lost the mastermind of that organization for the past what two decades?
0: And they're rocking with the the DC to, to step in. The
1: DC is great, right? He's clearly been able to lead a great defense, but that's the problem. Now he is no longer able to control and lead that defense.
0: I think the D de- uh, has to do a
1: lot more than on the
0: offensive to. side and do a lot more on the grand scheme of things.
1: Yeah. I think uh, that's going to hurt their defense. He's not the same offensive mind. As I think Sean Payton, like
0: it's going to hurt their offense. Like you said, for sure. Cause it's not Sean Payton. So I'm not going to lie. I think it's good for James. Cause James gets to stay where he was at. I don't know. If oh, I love
1: it for James. Yeah. Like I like James getting his opportunity. reworking working himself back in the league. Why not two years?
0: money's get you get the money but defensive wise i think it hurts them offensively and just the change from sean maybe you know but defensively i don't think it hurts them because they have a bunch of veterans like they have veterans and they were able to get marcus may like i think they're they do need another corner on the other side of Marshawn Lattimore. they always need that but i think they're okay defensively with who they have i don't think they're going to be doomed there but like you said you had the guru at offense what the fuck do you do with tason hill now this is <laughs> It's million dollar
1: money you gave that man, 1000000 <laughs> dollar
0: question right there. Moving on, along. what team won free agency to you?
1: Uh,
0: okay. If you mm,
1: here's what I'll say I got like there's two options for me, and I feel like it's either the Chargers, right? And I just really like what the Chargers have done, grand scheme, or it's the Browns just because they got Deshaun Watson, no matter how much they had to actually give up for Deshaun Watson right because that is a franchise changing move if we are just being honest about it right oh yeah it's
0: changed, it's changed your whole franchise regardless because we're not going to yeah. act like he's not a better quarterback hands down better quarterback
1: yes but the chargers on the other hand like they are going all in on the like we have a rookie quarterback <laughs> and a lot of money right like they got cleo mac to put like next to joey bosa sorry um
0: it's joey next yeah, on the joiner
1: okay yeah. Thank you. Yes. Exactly. You're good. You're good. They're yeah, brothers. all right. Yeah. Yeah. They got, they got by. Like, so now Khalil Mack and Joey Boza next to each other. And then they added JC Jackson, who is Mr. Interception, my guy, on a big Asante deal.
0: Samuels too. Yeah. Like they
1: locked up Mike Williams too on decent money. Uh Like, I just think that this team has gotten significantly better on the defensive side of the ball. And I won't say they got like significantly better on the offensive side of the ball, but I feel like they didn't hurt. No, they didn't hurt. But what they needed on offense was just to be more consistent with the players they already had. Like you got Keenan Allen, you got Mike Williams, you got a fantastic offensive line that you partially drafted, partially bought last year already. That's going to get better with another year with each other. And then you also got Austin Eckler, Like at the running back position, like and of course, another step forward for Justin Herbert, which people are calling the heir apparent. Like it is just to me, like a big splash. Team altogether has gotten significantly better. Like the Browns, just like they made the big move.
0: Like yeah, most important position. You're saying the Bill or the Chargers made collective moves as a whole. I definitely like the Chargers. Like you said, they got Mike Williams. They signed my boy, Gerald Everett. I think he's underrated. Not great, but he's underrated. They got him on a two-year deal. They brought back Chase Daniels. I don't know for what fucking reason, but they have oh, him. Oh, you just need a
1: backup quarterback.
0: Yeah, they signed JC Jackson, like you said. I think defensively it impacts them. I think the only position they're hurting at, I, I would say, is in the middle at coverage linebacker. Because Khalil, when healthy, impacts the run and the pass. He's, he's pretty nasty at both. I think the issue though is you can't, like, how does it work? Cause they drop Joey into, he remember he was the edge and they put him at linebacker to help the linebackers. So, and granted, in the scheme of things, he just comes onto the line anyway and occasionally drops back into coverage. But now you have the issue of if him and Khalil are dropping back into coverage, they're not going to be the best in coverage. And I don't think they'll ever have a situation they drop both, but. In Even fact, they're gonna fuck around with people on who's dropping who's, who's dropping who's going yeah,
1: that's gonna be that's gonna be dope like they're gonna fuck with people with that
0: yeah so i just think that's the only i was talking to terrence about it that's the only hole where i think they lie is like if a team eats them up attacking like okay one of these dudes are coming and one's not and we're eating apart the one that has to pick up someone in coverage or like intermediate like in zone or something you know what i mean so i feel like that's that's the only knack i have there but they can still – I don't – they can address that in the draft. I feel like that's not end of the world. Uh, maybe they could find another safety to put on the other side of Derwin. And then they do have Derwin. Derwin's Swiss Army knife. He's great. You can put him in the coverage. I just think if you put him in the coverage, your other safety has to be exceptional. But I can see them bringing back Chris Harris Jr. I don't know if he's still under contract. I think he's a free agent. But they have Asante what? Shane. I, yeah, I think Chris oh, Harris sure. Jr. is a free agent. So I think that's the only piece I want them to bring back. They bring him back with Asante Samuels and J.C. Jackson. I think that is going to be a scary sight. They pretty much are tired of not making the playoffs. What's up, man?
1: No, oh, yeah, he's 100% a free agent.
0: Exactly. So, that's the, I think you have to bring him back because uh, although Asante Samuels is nice, he was a little banged up last year. He's a smaller corner. People are going to – when he lines up to go guard Devontae Adams for some reason, if J.C. doesn't follow Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams is going to abuse the man. That's what I'm – like, you need to go get another corner so we have that for me i will go the team who won free agency is the bills much like you said the chargers built their whole team as a team listen to what the bills did i thought it was insane they got Jamison crowder on a one-year deal from the jets he's underrated i think because he was stuck on the jets that's a nice i agree He's been you got so him.
1: consistent.
0: You got Duke Johnson. Speed kills. It doesn't hurt to have him in the backfield. They lost Matt Breida, so that works. They got Jake Croom. I don't know how he's still around, but whatever. They got Isaiah McKenzie, who showed up big for them last year. They got O.J. Howard, which I think is a big signing for them to have on top of Dawson Knotts. Although I don't think he's going to get the same amount of snaps or takeaway away snaps from Dawson Knotts. Dawson Knox is spectacular. But having O.J. Howard paired with Dawson Knox, if something happens, got a bit of injury, just like, you know, um, reps in to, you know, help him get reps, you know, type deal. If he's tired, I think that's great. Then they got Roger Stafford from the Titans. Titans released him. They signed him on a one-year team deal. He is older, so they did only lock him in for a one-year deal. That will be a good placement because the guards and stuff they had were younger. So let lets those dudes develop, but you also get a veteran right there that you know can play, They got a center, uh, or no, they signed their center to an extension. You got Shaq Lawson, that's the big deal, and then they also got
1: the biggest one.
0: They got DaQuan Jones. They got Tim Settle, that's the underrated pickup, and then they signed Von Miller to the most insane contract I ever fucking seen someone get. Don't know how this man got this deal at thirty. I don't fucking know. He's thirty-one, I think. He got a six-year deal for one hundred twenty million. 51 and guarantees average to $17.5 per year. I know who Von is. He's a fucking animal. I know that. I just think the deal is kind of crazy. That's the only knack I have on that uh, from the bill standpoint. But it looks like they're like, hey, we're going for it. Because because the last thing they've been lacking is a pass rusher. So I think this is going to help Greg Russo develop. It's going to help, help Ed Oliver. So in all the, the grand scheme of things, they got way better on the defensive line because Greg Russo is from Miami. He's a young dude they drafted last year. Ed Oliver, you already know he's a big bully in the middle, but he can't really bully as much as he wants. Putting Vaughn on the other side, if he can be healthy, I'm going to say it now. The Bills might be my AFC Super Bowl pick when me and Terrence and if Ants around do the picks. What you got? All
1: right. Here, Here, this is my thing. They made some like, they made some pluses here, but my issue was they lost a lot too as a team. Yeah, like, no
0: Emmanuel Sanders, no Cole Beasley.
1: Exactly. So those wide receivers that they got, they actually lost more wide receiver talent than they added to the team.
0: We got Gabe Davis, though, and I think they're betting on Gabe. He but snapped.
1: they already had Dave, Gabe, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. To say? So you're they saying they lost McKenzie. some value. Yeah, they lost more wide receiver talent than they gained. Uh, Matt Breida v. Duke Johnson, I think is kind of a wash. Like. Yeah. That's what I'm like. They did get better on the defensive end, especially on the defensive line. But like this team shedded a lot of talent to make this, to make these moves and make these additions. So like, is their offense better than it was last year? I don't think so.
0: That see you're you're I think that's the million dollar question. Cause I, unless Gabe Davis and OJ Howard, like, you know, that tandem or just the, the tight end tandem of OJ and Dawson Knox snaps, because you let go of Emmanuel, Cole Beasley's gone. I think Gabe and obviously you no know, Stephon's gonna get off. I think that's gonna be fine. We lost Brian, Brian Daple, the offensive coordinator. So that's gonna yes, be another indeed. interesting thing. But I think defensively, you got way better. It's much like how we said the Chargers as a unit got better and then how they did. I think defensively, the Bills, I give the Bills Mafia, got way better on defense. And they were already number one in what, points per game last year and takeaways or something?
1: Man. I was really yes yes okay.
0: First off, you are correct about that stat. I just want to say
1: that yeah, their schedule though. Oh no, a lot of Jets Jags nonsense in that schedule.
0: But they they I will say they do benefit from what a lot of teams don't have. They have a tandem at safety with an elite corner. A lot of teams don't have two. I'm not gonna say great, but two good efficient safeties with an elite corner. That's that. No, normally you only get. One, maybe two, you ain't getting all three. So the fact that you have all three and you're gonna get a pass rush now. You got uh you still got Edmonds, you still got Milo, the dude that Lamar made look silly. You got him. So I still think like just off that the defense did get better. If Vaughn can play two years for you, healthy, fully healthy, give you what, say like 15 games in the next two years. I think hey, you're sold right there. So moving along, we had that. Uh what team didn't improve enough or didn't improve at all to you? Man.
1: Uh for me, it's the Packers. The Packers got worse. Like, the, like yeah, come on. We got to be honest, right? We got. Yeah, be that's. Honest. I mean, that's honest. Look, like they 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 kept Aaron Rodgers, which isn't an improvement. It's just you are where you are. You've lost possibly the best wide receiver in the league. Right. You lost some good defensive pieces, but you got to keep a couple others. Like your number one wide receiver now is Alan Lazard.
0: He's receiving, he's he's on a free agent tender. (laughs) So maybe someone wants to snag, which I doubted, but
1: no, they're not going to give a pick for that. Yeah. Your number one tight end is coming off a season ending injury, right? That's Robert Tanyan. Like this team did not really get better, this team got worse. Granted, I, I the division is going to be relatively easy, which is I think helpful.
0: that's what I think that's what they're betting on. The division is going to be easier, so it's like okay, we can get this done. Type but deal. You got
1: to win playoff games.
0: That and I and what what you lost, I don't think you can win those. You could take those deep runs and lose in the NFC Championship game. The way it's looking, I don't know if you get to the NFC Championship game with what you lost. So that's yeah. I do I do agree with you there. For me, I'm gonna be a homer and say it's the Ravens. We were talking about it offline. They didn't improve, and I watched every AFC team that they're going to have to battle it out with get damn sure better. So that's the only problem I have there. We'll talk about it later. Even but in the
1: division, every team got better.
0: Exactly. So we talked about swinging and missing. They didn't even swing at some stuff or attempt. So I think that's that's just where the problem is. You're not going to have Lamar on his – You he's on his fifth-year option, so you're going to have to pay him. He deserves a blank check. So let's get that out of there. And all the people that got paid ahead of him. What's, so going, you already, on with that?
1: What's going on with that?
0: I think, uh, I don't think it's on Lamar's side. I think it's on the Ravens. I think they were trying to get them wrapped up quick. And I think Lamar was more under the impact of, I do want to break the bank, but I want to see what I can do before I break the bank. Because you break the bank, or if you get to the Super Bowl and win, like Mahomes did, and granted, now the Mahomes deal looks ridiculous because it's like, okay, well, all these deals are getting crazier. But well, his still,
1: every time you break the bank, the next person is going next person gonna it.
0: shatter it in front of you. But yeah. I think he's he wants to shatter, and I think he generally does want to win a Super Bowl. But I mean, I'm on page with whatever whatever he whatever money he wants. It's up to the Ravens to cough it up because you got your quarterback leading your team in rushing. Your the offense revolves around him rushing, and then you don't get them no type of re, elite receivers. Granted, we we said Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown. They took the leap. Thankfully, the boys took the leap. They stopped dropping the ball last year, or was it the year before? They used to piss me off, tipping the ball in the air. Jeez, that was crazy. But So that was that. All right, moving on to the third quarter. The AFC is looking like a war zone and not call of duty. I don't know what is going on. It's looking – whatever quarterback makes it out with his team and say if he wins a Super Bowl is going to have the best talking shit resume to stat up against someone to be like, yes, look at who I went through. Uh, who are your top ten quarterbacks?
1: All right, all right. Uh, look, we, you're not going to be happy with some of these, but it's important to keep in mind not just what they have done, but what we are thinking they are going to do and what they've done recently. So at one, I feel like you just have to put Patrick Mahomes there.
0: That's easy. clear it cut. Should
1: be, it should be undisputed at this point. I think Josh Allen solidified the number two position with that duel in the playoffs with the Chiefs this year like that was big for them now at three and this is people are gonna think this is a little high, but i'm putting joe burrow at three like he came he saw he conquered like what what are we saying year two super bowl that is mahomes level shit mahomes is in his second year after red shirting and going to a super bowl granted he won the super bowl but still second year in the first year he got hurt and missed half the season second year he came through took his team to a super bowl most importantly with no offensive line that is true he 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 has solidified that three spot for me i like what matters is you win playoff games when we talk about this list of people at four i'll put lamar jackson i like i love lamar I hope for the best. Last season just was kind of rough. He got hurt. The entire Raven squad got hurt. He wasn't able to take that next step that we all wanted to see him take. At five, I got Russell Wilson. The Russell Wilson slander needs to stop. Like, I get Russell Wilson hasn't dominated the league in the last couple of years, but outside of last year, he's consistently led a team that has been undermanned outside of, like, maybe the wider receiver spot to the playoffs
0: yeah that line's been bad that line
1: boy line's been bad running backs aren't terrible but they're not leagues league topping defense has kept falling and falling and falling and falling each and every year even though that's pete carroll's calling card like russell wilson we need to put some respect on this man's name at this is going to be six yeah i got justin herbert at six i just I just can't not believe in this kid. He has all the tools. He's mobile. He has a huge arm. He seems to be getting better at such a fast rate. And the thing that distinguishes him from my number seven is that he played last year. All right. Number seven is Deshaun Watson. I understand Deshaun Watson was like a top four quarterback in the league. The last time he played, but Deshaun Watson has not played in over a year. There's a chance Deshaun Watson would not play at the beginning of this upcoming year. There ain't no chance,
0: bro. He probably ain't playing at least six games.
1: Okay, so so we're on Look, (laughs) I will take that. It's very helpful for what I'm trying to say right now. So there's a chance he won't play for, like, the first six games. Mm -hmm. Let's call it six, right? Going to a new team, completely new system, completely new players all around him, like... It's going to take Deshaun Watson some time in my estimation to come back and see what we expect from him, which is why I cannot have him higher going into this upcoming season. Next, I have at eight, Matt Ryan. I Look, I like Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is going to be the best quarterback in the AFC South. I think that should be an undisputed fact. Matt Ryan is very talented, but he will be dealing with a relatively depleted wide receiver core, also going into a new system, but I'm a fan. Next, I have Derek Carr, and I feel like Derek Carr is good. Derek Carr keeps showing people that he is that guy. And now he's going to – now he's going to be playing with some real shit. He has he Devontae got Adams.
0: He has the potential to jump into that top five if he has an insane year. Like, uh,
1: and I think he should. I, actually, yeah, the he weapon-wise, he he's geared up. Yes. Like, Hunter Refro is one of the best route runners in the league. People need to put some respect on his name. I said it. I said it. Have you seen? Have you seen the? Oh my god, Hunter Renfro.
0: Okay, there's like six dudes I got ahead of him, easy. And I'm talking easy, but he is a he's a great route runner. So he's top ten, top fifteen, yeah, probably. So there's some guys that you have ahead of
1: him, but the difference between them and Hunter Renfro is they are not super small on the football field. I
0: don't know. He's not small
1: compared to guys like. Devonte Adams compared to guys like Nuke, c- like compared to a lot of the people you think Humphrey Renfro was not as big as you would believe. He is five ten. He is, is a five ten receiver.
0: Uh, look it up. He I'm is. telling you, Holy he's
1: shit. five. Like he is. Man, like that's what I'm saying. He plays bigger than he man, is, is. Right?
0: I never knew this man was five ten. I thought he was like at
1: least six foot. No, he's five ten. He just it. The things he does to people. Make makes it seem like, like he's a bigger dude and that's because he's one of the best route runners in the league okay. and that's what i'm trying to say it just doesn't make any sense
0: i like, like that. I'll, give, I'll give that boy some more respect because i yeah. definitely thought he was a bigger dude he's not but he is that talented like
1: third and renfro is the thing for a reason because he is going to get that release and get that separation and he gets it on demand that's the thing he gets you gotta it on think, demand.
0: He, he was getting that with you know Sometimes he might get the best corner, sometimes he might, or the best corner is going to Waller. He's getting the Waller second. was hurt so much last year, he that's was so getting the best, best. It, he get the best corner. But now you look at it, he not gonna get the best corner. I'm with you. That's like
1: that's right. what I'm saying. So I think with Renfro, Waller, and Adams, like Derek Hope Carr should
0: vault up on this list significantly. He don't he don't vault the f- at least five. I'm if I'm the Raiders, I definitely move him because there's no way if we somehow not moving him. No, this they're not. The reason why, got the reason why you got Devontae Adams is because he wanted to play with his college homeboy boy and you want to go back home. Yeah. So who else you got on this list? At 10, the only person left is
1: 10. That's Ryan Tannehill. Look, Ryan Tannehill is above average. He yeah. is.
0: He is just had a bad average. ending last year.
1: And honestly, some of those weren't his fault. Like receivers were just dropping. Dropping like dipping. flies. Like not even just dropping because like you'd rather have a receiver like just let it go through their hands. But instead of the drop, they were like, ugh, tip Ooh, off the hands, bro. They flies weren't into even, the corner's hands.
0: You know what I mean? Like they didn't even have the lead receivers on the field, though. That's the thing. I'm not even talking about them tipping the ball. I'm talking about not even having your dudes on the field. Because in all reality, to me, they should have they kept Corey Davis. And John Smith, and it's showing like, damn, yeah. we should have kept both of y'all. And in all yeah. reality, I don't think they offered Corey Davis a contract. And I don't know I about that.
1: I think they thought they were getting Julio Jones, so they wouldn't need him. Yeah. well, And then they found out that they actually really needed him because
0: Julio was
1: having trouble staying healthy, so they yeah. had to cut him.
0: And they cut him. And I think in all reality, Julio might – Julio's going to definitely have one more good year. And if you get two, it's a stretch. But I think you get one good one out of him for someone. But you're he betting get on some
1: years out of him in the Sammy Watkins role, like low number of stats snaps. You're mm-hmm. actually now like the third guy, fourth guy, not the second or yeah. first.
0: He could and- probably help a young core, but if, or go on a stack team, but you can't have him go to the team like, Hey, we need you to be the clear cut. Number one, Atlanta, yeah. Julio. I don't know if you get that anymore. You might get it for a season, but don't bet on like, Hey, I'm gonna get two, three, four years of this. You Who might you get- on a
1: stack team is going to be disgusting. Low snap count, load management, basically, is what Julio Julio Jones
0: needs. Julio on that Tampa team. Uh, Julio on the Niners. Chiefs, Chiefs, Niners. Well, I don't think the Chiefs, because they got Juju. If they didn't get Juju, I think it would work even better, but...
1: No, I'm telling you, you want him on... You want him to be your third or fourth guy, because you do not want to... You want him to be like he might get 20 snaps a game. You don't want to rely on him. Yes. And kind of like Sammy Watkins was. Like, when he gets those 20 to 25... He, like, he's going to get those plays. Some of them are kind of drawn up for him as the third guy. He's going to be open, and he's going to break shit on people.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, but I, you I, don't
1: want to, because he might get, it's just like.
0: He might fall he apart, a- and then your your, your, your offense isn't rolling on all cylinders, and you are helping mm-hmm. on that. So that was your top 10. I agree with you wholeheartedly through 8 through 10, with Matt Ryan at 8, Derek at 9, uh, Ryan Tannehill at 10. I feel like that was real easy. For me, one, Mahomes cold cut, doesn't have to worry about it. Two is Allen, because Allen, let's be honest, if OT rules are different or if the coin flip goes his fucking way, he's in the Super Bowl. Now I'm not gonna lie, he played amazing. Oh, it, you think they beat the Bengals? Uh they beat the Bengals. If they play them the next round. Yeah.
1: Like you say, he's in the Super Bowl, so he doesn't. Yeah, to beat yeah. The I
0: think he I think he beats the Bengals. Yeah. So you had that. Uh I think him and Lamar do something that not too many other quarterbacks have to do. Maybe Kyler might have to do it this year, but they have to be the leading rusher or like damn near the leading rusher on their team for the running game to even work. And I feel like that's something if the bills could have seriously addressed in all the moves they did with solidifying a running back. It would help them immensely because you can't keep running your quarterback into the dirt. I think Allen's great, but he does take them fucking cam Newton hits. And that's the only thing I do not like about him. He won't, he doesn't slide and he damn sure ain't quick enough to get out of bounds like Lamar. So that's the, that's my only knock. Cause he does just drop his shoulder and in all reality, he knocks these motherfuckers over. He, he clears them and knocks them over. But the thing is cam used to do the same thing. And it just took a beating on the longevity of camp being camp. And granted their styles are, are way different Because cam would run way more and do a little bit more, but just taking those hits when you are running is a big deal. Uh, I got Watson at three. I know he didn't play for a year. He's not gonna play for some time at the start of the year. But what he did before when he lost nuke, and people were saying nuke is what made Watson. It is he shows you nuke is not what made Watson because people were not lined up to go snag Brandon Cooks like that. And people damn sure weren't lined up that like that to go sag uh uh sag Will Fuller. I can't say his man name. So I think he's three-four, and he's three because all reality to me, if he played, he probably would have been two. I don't think the Texas would have made the playoffs. But he would have had insane numbers again. So then it would have been like, oh, well, this man just needs a team. And because for a while, I used to have Watson over Allen and Lamar. I think.
1: Well, that made sense until recently for Allen. Until
0: recently for this, what everything going on. But I think when Allen took this leap, Watson didn't play. With everything that happened, I think it was great for Allen easily. Lamar, I think what hurt him last year, I got him at four, was getting hurt because he was in the MVP conversations because he was just riling these dudes back to wins or just having these insane games. Our offense doesn't roll unless he's rolling on both cylinders, passing and running, which I think is fucking ridiculous. But that's a topic for another day. Five, I got Burrow. All reality, if you want to kick Watson out of the mix and put him at 10 and move Ryan Ryan Tannehill to nine because Watson didn't play, I wouldn't be too mad. I don't really harp on that. I get it. Like how Ant did his list, I understand it because he didn't play last year. Let's be honest. He if I, don't, I wouldn't be shocked if he don't play for at least six games. I remember Big Ben when he didn't play for like four or five games or something like that. So he and his his allegations or his situation was different. So twenty-two silver allegations is dude, I don't know. Don't be shocked because Commissioner Goodell does some crazy shit like we saw with Calvin Ridley not being able to play for a year. He's like, bro, you ain't playing for a fucking year, you know? Which I think the Calvin thing is ridiculous, but that's a topic for another day. Again, uh, six I got Herbert. He just got to get in the playoffs because we, we're going to have to see if he is going to – if the lights are too bright for him in the playoffs or if he's just rolling like he's been rolling and then it's the Chargers fuck up for not doing something. But I think the Chargers righted their wrongs in the past years and they actually went and got people. people. So I think they're betting on, hey, we know he's going to make noise if we can get him there as a team. Because him alone is damn sure almost getting them to the playoffs. Like, let's be honest with you, I. What did they do? They didn't kneel out the ball against the Rangers or some dumb shit and they would have been in the playoffs. Uh,
1: they caught it. They, they, it would have been a tie if they had just not caught yeah, it. Yeah, all they had to do was fucking tie.
0: They're going to the playoffs. Yeah. So I think that is just dumb on. They have the coach and everybody else. I think it's fucking stupid on seven. Not, you got to get
1: it. He don't want he doesn't he doesn't think the other team is going to play for the tie.
0: Yeah, exactly. That was the problem. He didn't think they were going to play for the tie and they in turn. so I won't call them
1: dumb, but like I get it. It's just like
0: it didn't work out. The situation.
1: quarterback, and you know what I mean. Like you don't think your opponent's gonna play for a tie, especially when they're your divisional opponent.
0: Exactly. So they're not giving you no gimmies. Uh, I got seven. Russell Wilson. It's just because he's in the fucking QB gauntlet. Because in the NFC, he'd probably easily be top five over here. I feel like all these young dudes are getting better. It's no Russell slander. I think it's gonna take time for him to gel with all the young dudes. Not in a bad way, but just he hasn't played with them. Them to get on the same accord. But I don't think he's gonna take too many steps back. I just think the people above him are just gonna keep playing damn near lights out. That's the only problem. Like
1: I this is gonna be the best run game he's had since beast mode.
0: <sighs> yeah, I do see that. I get that point of it, but I just it's a new offense and he's gonna see different. He's going to another tough division again. So he didn't get away from a tough division.
1: I don't who cares. You don't think it's tough. I no, I say who cares.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, because he's played in a tough one, so I don't think he's going to Yeah, impact.
1: he don't care. Like, other people being good shouldn't scare you if you good.
0: No, yeah, I don't think it scares Russ, but I just think gelling with new receivers and everything. I just saw a video with him working out with Courtney Sutton. Sutton, he hit him on a deep fucking route. Sutton dove out and got it. It looked fucking amazing. He threw the moon ball. He looked like he was working out in his fucking Russell boot camp shit that he always has where he invites people. What's going on with Melvin Gordon? Uh, he doesn't want to back up behind Javante Williams, and nobody wants to Are really fire. Sure? He doesn't want to be a second fiddle to him. I'm pretty sure.
1: I like.
0: I would be a second fiddle if you just got Russell. Yes, I would one year deal
1: you second. It fiddle. might be money. It might be money. Like it might not be like I don't want to be second fiddle, but they don't want to like pay no. me as if like I'm a, know, not I'm really a, a, a second while. fiddle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think with Javante Williams, if they even if they get someone else, I think they're fine with Javante Williams. So I don't. And they got uh, dude, a dude tight end. He's line. He, they got a tight end and Albert. I can't say this dude's in the last name. With an oh, he's a tight end because no offense gone. Ogan Wumi. Yeah, he's nice. He's Ogun, nice. Ogunwumi. Wumi K. Ogun, he's K. he's gonna that. be a nice piece to see how he does with Russell. But I got he's them like here. that. That's my top 10. That's Ant's top 10 quarterbacks. It's gonna be exciting. I'm glad I get to see Watson Lamar go at it. Like I got to see him in college. Who knows? Mitch might be good for the Steelers, which I think honestly. He won't do great, but I think he is going to do good, which is good enough for the Steelers because their defense is going to carry him.
1: like he like, should do better than the remains of Ben Roethlisberger.
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing. He's more mobile. He, uh, I think he's going to go to a situation where they kind of buy into him because they, they weren't buying into Mason Rudolph, obviously. Do You already know the issues with Dwayne Haskins. So moving along, we talked about it. Devontae Adams was serious about last year being his last dance with the picks that him and Aaron Rodgers put on Instagram. He's now the highest paid wideout reunited with his college quarterback and Derek Carr to me before Tyreek Hill was the best receiver in this division. Tyreek Hill is no longer the best receiver in that division. It easily goes to Devonte Adams. She'll be nice to see how him and his college quarterback reunite and how they gel. Um, we have trouble brewing in Cleveland for Baker because Cleveland is happy. Well, some Cleveland people are happy because they got Watson, but now you got what do you do with Baker's eighteen point five million? I think that he signed to. Nobody wants to take that money on. Do you release Baker and or do you keep Baker and just say, "Hey, okay. you sit behind Watson," because we know Watson won't play for a couple of games, and you can build your value up, and maybe someone will take. And I think that might be a realistic thing. Or you ride with they just signed uh, old boy from the Colts, black dude. I forget his name. Jacoby Brissett. Kobe Brissett. So
1: yeah, he just came off playing like I think he might have played like six games. He yeah. started last year for the Dolphins because Tua was hurt.
0: Yeah, and then he uh,
1: Tua. So, like, here, here's what I think. I think it's not that nobody wants Baker. It's that Baker has to be one of the final dominoes to fall. At that money, needing to be re-upped and with his issues, etc. cetera. Like, you got to think about
0: it. There were
1: several QB-hungry teams, right? But everybody was waiting for the Deshaun Watson domino to fall.
0: Sean, the Rodgers, all those dominoes fell. So, other uh, teams.
1: Rodgers only had like two places to go.
0: Yeah, right? yeah. But all and those. Once Rodgers
1: re signed, Russell fell. Right. And then after that, I mean, like after the after Rodgers, Russell, and I guess technically Carson Wentz because the Washington football team, right? Yeah. It was people stood pat for a while and everybody was trying to wait for the Deshaun Watson domino to fall.
0: And the crazy thing was that, remember, like, I, I gotta throw my man uh Chris Phillips under the under the bus, he's part of the Ball Hawks podcast. They were saying Russell is not leaving. I remember saying, like, no, Russell is not staying in Seattle, like he's not gonna be there because Seattle did it backwards and they bet on their head coach It's The fucking GM of the, I'm not trusting Pete Carroll, but they bet on trusting Pete Carroll. So you had that domino fall, and I think that was an unexpected domino for some people. I don't think a lot of people you know,
1: like I put out a video like two months before the season ended. Saying he was was going to the Broncos. Like saying that it was going to be the Broncos. Like you can check it out on the YouTube. Like I put out a video like two plus months before the season ended saying that Russell Wilson was going to the Broncos.
0: You you gotta read. It was
1: just classic Broncos.
0: You got to rerun that and put your uh, give me my flowers on that. You got to rerun it. I'll retweet it and everything for I'll I'll post it for you. Like I, I think I actually
1: re, I I posted like a two minute clip on Twitter and I retweeted it when it happened. Like I told you because it just makes perfect sense because the them. Broncos can't draft the quarterback. For the only other time since John Elway that they've ever had success was buying a proven veteran quarterback in Peyton Manning.
0: And they're gonna get and- they're gonna get Russ for a couple of years, so that's a good thing. Yeah, they're gonna get them for a couple of years. Uh, moving on to the fourth quarter segment. Are you happy with your team's free agency moves, and what you? What do you? Are you happy? And then short synopsis. What letter grade do you get the Bears? Look,
1: I, like we we are like a B minus C plus man. Like I'm not again, I'm not unhappy, but I'm not happy. I feel like we gave up Khalil Mack for too little. That is the first thing that kind of bothered me. Like if they had taken all of Khalil Mack's salary. For both the years, I would have I would have felt like, okay, second and a fifth is fine, but we are still paying 100 percent of his salary this season. But then we don't pay like we get all of it off of it next season. So, like, I'm not a fan of that trade because of that. I feel like if we maybe gotten like a second and a third or something like that, I would have felt a little bit better about it. So that that move I just didn't like. We've shedded a lot, a lot of talent, gotten rid of a lot of guys as we plan to change our defensive scheme, going to like a 4-3. I will say I like the Lucas Patrick signing. We signed an offensive lineman. That, that offensive line was so bad.
0: Good God, it was bad. It was yeah, still, it's still not great, but it was... No,
1: it's still not great, but at least we started to try to make fixes to it. And I feel like that is the most important thing to me just because if we
0: don't do that like it's, it's it can't it's be can't nothing else be built on
1: yes yeah, we're gonna be very hard to develop justin fields and keep him healthy basically wow. he is the future of our franchise so, so like
0: a c minus or b or b plus b
1: plus b b minus c plus is what i'm saying like oh, it's man. in that area because like the lucas patrick sign is good brian pingle equimania st brown decent guys
0: but like placeholders until you gotta start rolling into the further yeah
1: i like and it's still early it's still very early and i understand why we didn't big money flash in the beginning of free agency because we are just not that team yeah it don't make sense to to be that team right now so i am not mad at our free agency like you guys are not A lot to be excited about.
0: You aren't constructed there yet to take those big swings and be like, okay, we're going to swing. And if we miss, we miss. But you guys can't afford to miss with everything else needed on the team.
1: You definitely can't miss on a big contract like that.
0: Exactly. I like like, all the
1: guys we sign can miss. There are a ton of one year deals. One year deals deals can all miss. Exactly. We're probably not going to be very good anyway. We finally have our own first round pick again next year. Like,
0: so. I think they're they're okay with not being good and which I think it's fine you got a they got a new head coach, right?
1: Yeah, new head coach, new general manager. Got to
0: everything got to everybody got to get on the same page, roll. Let these receivers actually get with Justin Fields instead of not letting Justin Fields get the reps. We know Justin Fields is getting all the reps this summer. He don't get all the reps. Oh my god, I'm going to be mad for you. He should take every rep. It should not be any competition. He should be able to gel with everybody. He didn't
1: sign anybody to compete with him.
0: No, but remember, Allen wasn't able to work with Justin at the beginning. They,
1: yeah, that's because Matt Nagy was trying to save his job.
0: Exactly. None of that shit should happen. No,
1: none of it's going to happen. Like, we still have Nick Foles on the roster. He's probably going to be out too if we can't move him because nobody has taken the Nick Foles contract.
0: Exactly. Nick's just like, the old man chilling on the lawn, getting hey, money.
1: I don't mind Nick Foles as our backup. He's kind of like, a great like mentor style guy
0: he's gonna be good to have if you need him like if you need him something happens he can go win you a game so that's nice
1: he knows his position he he's really good at mentoring people he's an honest voice in the locker room hardworking dude yeah i
0: like it he's a good dude to have
1: it's a lot of money but we that's we're paying for past sins
0: yeah, I like I like that pickup for you guys. I can agree with that letter grade like a B plus because there was no big moves that you needed to make. Like to I me, said B minus. Oh, C B minus, B minus, B minus. Yeah, my bad. B minus works because, like you said, if a big splash, you guys made too many big splashes and they didn't an instant result to like a deep playoff run, which it, I don't think it would have. If you could have made all the splashes, I don't think that team was making a deep playoff run. So I think that was a good start for me with the Ravens. Um, we re-signed Pat. Uh Pat Ricard to three-year team deal. We got Moses Morgan Moses, the offensive tackle, older veteran from the Jets. We brought back Michael, Michael Pierce, which I was geeked about from back from the Vikings. He was banged up last year, but I hope he's healthy because in the 2019 year he was big for us as well, And then left and got the deal from the Vikes. We got a safety and we did not gamble with the older safety like we did with Earl Thomas. And although I thought Earl Thomas,
1: hey, he could play. He, no, that was Earl, never the no, problem. That
0: was never the problem. Oh, Thomas did great for us. And I had no problem with him punching Chuck Clark because Chuck Clark would be fucking up sometimes. I don't, I don't agree, disagree with none of that. But morally, I know why they cut him because everything going on, but they they didn't make the same not mistake, but they didn't have the same thing happen with signing Honey Badger and gambling on if Honey Badger's going to play great or if it's going to be the right fit, which I thought neither one of those would be a question, it'd just be a question of how does this work future-wise for us cuz obviously the Earl Thomas thing didn't work future wise and I still think somebody could go sign Earl and he could still put. I'm not going to lie. I think Earl
1: I'm surprised he's still out the league. Exactly.
0: I'm surprised a lot of teams like say the Bucks or somebody that you you put him on, he makes a difference. So I I'm shocked with that. We got Marcus Williams from the Saints 5-year deal, 70 million, 37 million guaranteed. I think that's a big signing. I don't agree with everything the Ravens have done over the years. I'm giving them a C plus. I would give them better if they did some more shit on the offensive side of the ball. And granted, they got they did two moves on the offensive side of the ball, but they just or I think
1: sign Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, hit it, hand that man a blank check. Whatever the fuck he writes on there is what he gets. Because let's be honest, he's the only reason we're relevant. We even stay in games. He didn't win anything but one game against the Bears when Tyler Huntley in. So that just lets you know it is not going to be a good road if you don't have Lamar. Uh, there's just they just need to swing because every other team got better. Every other team we're going to see in our division got better. Every team we'll see in the playoffs if we get to the playoffs last year we didn't make the playoffs. Part in the fact because obviously we lost Lamar, but I think if you don't get pieces and if Sauce Gardner is available at 14, you fucking take him. If you take somehow Kyle Hamilton falls from Notre Dame which I don't know if that's even likely but if he somehow falls you take him too so we'll see I give them a c plus I don't there's not too many more dominoes on the offensive side of the ball that could fall for them to get better with offensively defensively they could still prove there's dudes out there Bobby Wagner's still out there uh Keem Hicks is still out
1: there man Hicks is still out there I'm pretty
0: sure Someone can snag Deion Jones from the fucking Falcons at this point because they, they're they in full rebuild. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. You can hand them two-thirds or something for Deion Jones. He's extremely fast, versatile, middle linebacker, so we'll have to see. But What's up with Uh Campbell? I think he's weighing the retirement and weighing – because he came here, he's happy, but I think it's just really getting to a championship for him. I don't think it's not wanting to play. I think it's like, hey, if I'm going to play one more year and not retire – like I want to get a ring, like you know, and I don't know, like looking at the team, if I was him, I wouldn't go back. It's not looking like I'm getting a ring with them because they didn't improve as much as they needed to. Even with even before Zadarius Smith backed out the deal, that still wasn't enough to be like, hey, we're getting to the Super Bowl. There's still holes that need to be filled. And Unlike you know, what you you said for the Bears, like, hey, we any big splashes wouldn't help us, like they wouldn't drastically change the chain, change the landscape of the team. Big splashes in our hand would drastically change the landscape of the team. Much how you saw the Bills, the Chargers. There's different things you could have got, and I just feel like they missed the mark on that. And somehow we never have any cap money, which I think is the most insane fucking thing. And we never get a high draft pick. So we're in this weird window of Manush, I guess you could say. I don't I don't fucking know what you want to call it. But I give them a C plus. I guess we'll see what happens when the season goes. I wish Greg Roman was fucking fired, but, you know, somehow – Somebody's attaching their head coaching job to Greg Roman. I'm like, you know, I don't even play – use them on the Madden playbook because that playbook's so fucking sorry. Hey,
1: <laughs> yeah, I was shocked that y'all fired Wink. But, uh, I mean, hopefully – I mean, I will be interested to see what he does with the Giants' defense.
0: I think I don't know if he's going to fully turn around. They lost Logan Ryan. He went to the Bucks. Logan Ryan went to the Bucs. Uh, I mean, defense, he'll probably turn around. They'll probably – They'll probably be maybe middle of the pack. You know, you do need star players. The scheme, especially his scheme, it's super, it's it's complex because different blitzes come at you different ways. Do, different dudes dropping coverage. So I definitely think you're going to need versatile, athletic guys. But I think Wink's a great dude, and I wish we didn't fucking fire him. So that's another issue. But moving along, is the Super Bowl window or closed? I'm going to give you some teams. You're going to let me know if it's open or closed. Saints, been closed. Okay, Tampa it was
1: closed last year.
0: Tampa, open, yeah. Uh, yeah that's Tom Brady.
1: Niners. Are they keeping Jimmy G?
0: I don't know if you got too many suitors other than the Panthers and maybe the Saints.
1: Uh, if they keep Jimmy G, it is, t- I think, technically open. With Trey Lance, it is closed for a couple of years. I think He's with going Trey, it's back up.
0: I think it's with Trey, it's closed because you don't have another. They're not deep with weapons. If you had another weapon at receiver, they, they have Debo. Devo's a Swiss Army knife. They have Kittle. But if you look at they have Muhammad Sanu, bro. Like, they don't have weapons behind, like – and I'm not saying weapons. But that's
1: because it's a power run game. So, like, it's okay what they have because they're going to get the run going with Elijah Mitchell, who was fantastic, breakout They bet, last they, year. bet
0: they bet on him over Raheem.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, Raheem Key's getting hurt.
0: Exactly. So. But the, the thing is, I just have an issue with, say, if Kittle gets banged up again, or, like, Debo, you know, like, they're physical dudes, but they're dudes, like, if they miss, you're, you're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Because you're lacking
1: that's heavier the
0: in the passing game than what you already are because you don't throw the ball that much, which is fine because you run people out the – you run them out the fucking game. That's perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's what wins games, especially late in the season. Especially keeping dudes off the field
0: yeah it's so it i
1: think it might be close for like a year or two with trey Lance, just because he's gonna he was a very raw prospect in the first place only had one real season of uh starting at um what was it south dakota
0: yeah because covid yeah. and everything yeah so i, I like, think you're gonna have to you're gonna have to play him like you can't let jimmy so- bot there again because you're avoiding the inevitable and you're not giving Trey any playing time, you know what I mean?
1: Okay, I'm with you there. Then I think it's closed for, like, it's closed probably for a year or two, depending on how he develops, and it can open back
0: up. Yeah, because that's a tough division, and if he's not there, it's just, like, you can't keep riding with Jimmy for what you gave up for Trey. Like that's I'm with you. That's the weird thing I have for that. What do you got on the Ravens? The Ravens? Open or close? The Ravens. um, Man... I promise you ain't gonna hurt my feelings um, Realistic
1: I know I just
0: like If it ain't it's closed probably, It's about to be closed it's, after close,
1: it's definitely closing Because you're gonna have to pay Lamar soon And you just have a lot of holes in the team But like Would anybody be shocked If Lamar went on some like Stupid run No Exactly so I think it's like it's closing, but it's not closed. I don't have a lot of – I wouldn't put my money on the Ravens to get to the Super Bowl.
0: I think what they need this year – Super Bowl is a big aspiration, but if they can get the AFC championship, I think that builds a lot in that locker room. If
1: they can but, get to the AFC championship, they might as well be able to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: but like, I feel like for that locker room, like everything they went through, like with 19, you you ran the tables in 19 and didn't go. Like – like I feel like – to me, that's what hurt them. Like I bring back the 19 year that you guys ran the tables that hard against everybody just to go out the way you did. I definitely think it, it left a sour taste in everyone's mouth. And then you just weren't able to get back into what you were what you performed with. And what about the Rams?
1: Rams wide open. Eagles? Eagles closed. <laughs> uh Chiefs. Open like Mahomes is Mahomes. Chargers. Chargers feels open right now. Steelers? Steelers closed. No chance. I like Mitch. I like Mitch, right? I like Najee Harris. Yeah. But I just don't think the Steelers have what it takes to get out the AFC. Okay, I respect that. These other AFC teams that I've said are open are just they're monstrous.
0: Yeah, they are. To so go see the Chiefs, go see the rejuvenated Chargers. I, I de- they definitely are looking like the monsters off of, was it, Space Jam?
1: <laughs> and they got to deal with the Browns now having Deshaun Watson.
0: I can't in, wait to watch them. In
1: division. The they got to deal with the Bengals who now have an offensive line and that receiving core, like – it's just it's
0: it, they don't it's, it's funny they don't got to deal with the Ravens they beat the Ravens for 2 years straight it's a fun fact I haven't won a game against the Steelers.
1: Oh yeah, trust me I know. I I I've been killing the spread
0: always Bro, always it is, always. It is Lamar is I think Lamar played in two or he played in three. He got knocked out midway through the third and then he didn't play in the fourth game. Mm-hmm. But regardless they've smacked them every time. I, my boy Blake that came on the show can't talk no shit to him because they keep beating us. So that's another one. Seahawks closed. Like, yeah, I think the Seahawks are in this weird space. Might be
1: glued shut.
0: But... Yeah, if they don't if they don't find a quarterback, whether it's Baker or and I think honestly, in that offense, if you can convince Pete to stop fucking trying to do this play action and just insane, think someone's just gonna know you're not gonna throw the ball when you're gonna throw it. If you convince him to change it a little bit, I think Baker with those weapons, I don't think Baker's bad. I think Baker's is, is respectable and he's good. You give him DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I think you can get something out of Baker. I'm not saying he's gonna leave the Seahawks to the promised land, but I'm saying y'all can be competitive relevant. If you're going full rebuild, rebuild, if you're going full rebuild, I'm fucking trading damn near everybody else that's left on the roster at that point.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult. You I don't really know what it's gonna look like for them, but like the Baker domino, I expect to fall, but I think the Jimmy G domino will fall first.
0: Yeah, Jimmy G is going to have to get moved because I think people are going to bet on having an adult in the room, as you could say.
1: Hey, look, it's just also like Jimmy G is a certified winner.
0: Yeah, he wins games. Yeah. The, like, winning games say, is, is, I, a, is a team aspect, but he doesn't he does not win games. So he's part of the teams that win games. So maybe he can bring some winning culture to Seattle. But we'll have to stay tuned. We're excited for the season. We're excited for the draft uh we'll be back in a couple of weeks we just wanted to get this episode out the way because all the crazy news that has been going on in the league i guess the nfl looked at the nba's free agency and was like hey we need to have something like this and that's essentially what they had this offseason
1: i mean people have been saying this shit was gonna happen for like a year or two now and it finally happened like yeah, people have been saying the quarterback carousel is coming. the quarterback carousel is coming for like at least one or two off seasons before this off season. and it, it it's finally it's finally here
0: exactly. so i was I was geeked about it, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Terrence, probably back with us, you know, newborn baby. that's always an adjustment to everybody's schedule but happy everybody had everything going safe and sound. and we appreciate you for stopping by. Let the people know where they can find you
1: always always you can catch me at the fly route pod all one word on all platforms facebook instagram twitter etc and yeah that's where i'm at that's where i'm at
0: all right thank you guys for tuning in this has been cover for the guys i'm your host Marquise, and we'll see you later